0: Hello and welcome to Talk The Line. I'm Jen Long. On this podcast, I sit down with some of my favourite people and talk about the things that they are passionate about. This week, I'm talking to the effervescent singer-songwriter and Rihanna collaborator Mickey Echo about his experiences of lucid dreaming. This was recorded on a super hot day. It's kind of why you can hear fans humming in the background and i sound like blanche dubois at the start we also do a test in this podcast called the cube test if you have never done it before maybe stop the podcast there until you have or play along and be as honest as possible it's one of those tests where once you do it you can never do it again because you know what everything means if that makes sense enjoy hi (laughs) hi I feel like I could go to sleep. I feel like I could do a lucid dream right now.
1: I can tell you how. Okay. Or I could at so least like let you know, you know, you got to try a few times sometimes.
0: So are we doing just general sleep? General dreams? <laughs> general sleep. lucid dreams with a breakout into the meanings of?
1: Um, well, there wouldn't be as much meaning in the lucid dream, I think, as as just the. In my mind, it's sort of dream state versus waking life. Right. So, in my in my mind, too. Like, I think there's a power in. In like being able to to recognize. Dreams and and the meanings of dreams mm. and knowing what your body's trying to tell you and at the same time having the ability in, in some of those dreams to, to to recognize that you are in an altered state of consciousness right, and yeah. that you're capable of taking control because I, I also see that as being very applicable to, to waking life mm. uh, it's benefited me in a lot of ways
0: the being able to take control
1: of the part. Um, the being able to control. So, like with lucid dreaming, the most of what lucid dreaming requires is first acknowledging that you are dreaming, and letting yourself continue to dream, but knowing that you are capable of something more, or just trying things. Yeah. You know. So then there's this cycle of things. You know, very first it was like, oh, you may just wind up flying in a dream, and then you realize you're flying, and you start to go back down to the ground and you land, and you can't fly again? Right. I don't know if you've ever had a dream about flying.
0: I've never had a flying dream.
1: Okay. Um, well,. In any event Uh you know that that for me turned into realizing that if you know you can do something Mm. and you just have to it's in a very cliche way the matrix yeah it's just knowing I remember in a lucid dream I was teaching someone how to lucid dream and it was running directly at a tree and then jumping straight up and you know being able to then fly from there but that that in in my mind in so many ways is is exactly the same as in your waking life um there are so many times when you when you realize you're in a in a position where you're maybe where you're either unstable or you're um, or there's something your body is trying to tell you is necessary that needs to happen Mm -hmm. and i think then being able to apply that same logic to i know i can do this i am doing this and and the difference between i really think i can do this or i really want to do this is i i just am i am manifesting i am my life's manifest I'm capable of my own manifest destiny.
0: Kind of like positive thinking, but mm. like positive believing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Positive doing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I don't even in, in my mind, I, don't, I, I would say yes, uh-huh. but I think to call it positive anything is to, it's just knowing that you are doing exactly what you're meant to do. Right. Does that make sense?
0: No, but I'm sure it will by the end of this podcast. (laughs) Mm. Like, where did your journey start? Maybe we should go back to the beginning. Because, I mean, I feel like for most people don't, don't even know what lucid dreaming is. And so how did you kind of discover that you were doing it and learn how to control it? Like, where does it all start for you?
1: I mean, I remember... I remember when I was a little kid, my parents always used to say, you know, if you're having a nightmare, you can tell whatever's bad to be gone or has to go, mm-hmm. but you have to really mean it. And the the very first dream I remember having like that was I was on this sort of boardwalk and uh, out, out over a dock, some something like that. And there were these fish trying to grab my feet. And I remember just knowing that, remembering something about that, and being able to then touch them, and they would just turn into little animals, other little animals that couldn't hurt me. Yeah. And, you know, I think that the, in the same way that so much of that stems from, um, that nightmares stem from, from fear or anxiety or stress or whatever, mm. um, it's it's again a, a man, manifestation in your. It's knowing that you're capable, in, even in your, um, even in your dream state, of of applying the the same principles to to resolve of resolve.
0: So you started doing it in when you're having nightmares as a kid you could control the nightmares and make them
1: well I just realised that I could defend myself okay. in my dreams and, and I think it started you know just because again you know I don't want to dive too d- deep into my personal life because I know that, that this is but I think it, it, it is some, it's one of those things that requires it will be very personal for people for certain people and for some it won't you know, and I think that's kind of the point. But I think for all those people who have experienced that or who have um, you know, had crazy recurring dreams where this one thing continues to haunt them, being able to acknowledge those things or, or finally figure out what it is that's mm. haunting them or plaguing them and addressing it in their waking life, informs this really interesting state of of sort of fluid consciousness
0: Mm. I don't don't know if I want to go into dream meanings yet
1: no that's cool
0: I feel like that's, we can save that one for a bit but in terms of your I mean in terms of lucid dreams how do you even remember them because when I wake up in the morning I can't remember I'll be like oh that was a weird dream and then like five minutes later I've forgotten it
1: it's because it's one of the most beautiful dreams you'll ever have I mean uh, and you may not remember all of them once you get to a certain point but but to there are very specific ones that stick out mm-hmm. um, you know and I, and I think that with those dreams there when I learned to do something new while I was dreaming, so there was um Flying was the first thing that I learned to do, and and taught myself to do it in in dreams, you know, and, and lucid dreaming too. I think it's just a fancy way of saying you realize you're dreaming, mm-hmm. and you're able to acknowledge that, and then if I am creating this, then I am still subject to whatever my mind is trying to tell me or throw at me but i'm also capable of creating in it as well and that's a really strange it's a really strange thing and it can sound like super hippy dippy or or like pseudo-spiritual or whatever but it's 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 a really, really strange place, and it's really beautiful.
0: And is it just something that happens, just happens to people, and this suddenly they have this gift and they're able to do it, or is it something that is it something to do with some chemicals in your brain, or is it?
1: Uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a gift at all. I think everybody's capable of it, but uh, but I also think it, there's there are some people who really love dreaming. Mm. You know, for anybody who's ever had a, like a really beautiful dream or just a crazy dream where they remember seeing seeing vivid colors or you know for, for me ever since I was little it was I always wanted to explore I felt like there was so much to explore in those places that was so unlike anything in my waking life and, and I think that was part of what, what drove me because I, I did dream so much as a kid mm. and had such intense dreams that I, that it pushed me to want to know more about um, what is going on there that I could learn from or that I could change that maybe would change something in me or what does it all mean um, and so I think for it, here, here's the thing the if you really want to lucid dream then you can but there are just certain steps that that on the front end you just have to want to dream. And if you want to dream and you're willing to to like acknowledge that and and pursue it in your mind before you're going to bed to like really open up open up to the idea of of like I really want to dream tonight.
0: Do you just think that? Like it's like a mantra, you just sit in bed and you're like, I really want to dream
1: yeah uh, it's it's something like that i mean i i think i think when there there are times when i feel like maybe i haven't been listening to my body mm. or i've been ignoring things for a while yeah and instead of fighting sleep or looking at my phone for ages right before i go to bed when my brain's still like overprocessed and, and all that To really relax and and kind of give in to whatever My body's trying to tell me Mm -hmm. so it's being able to acknowledge uh, Yes, I want to dream Just as that's that is like just starter starting block, Mm -hmm. you know I really want to dream and then letting dreams come and even trying to log one or two Just if you have a dream that you wake up from, Mm. writing it down, because so many times you wake up from a dream and you forget it by the morning. Yeah, yeah. And so there are ways of doing that that then remind you of that dream. And occasionally, the more you are aware of the dreams, aware of the dreams you're having, the more likely you are to to remind yourself to focus on them again, Mm. because it doesn't feel like you're never dreaming. Yeah. So then to be able to go, okay, when or I would like to like it's, it's having an awareness probably an over awareness of self too, which is not always comfortable for mm-hmm. most people. Um and and just being aware of the fact that okay, I'm going I am going to sleep. When I go to sleep when I start dreaming, I want to remember this, or mm. I'd like to hear this, and just repeating that, yeah, like a mantra mm. um, over the course of a few nights, and, and again, logging, uh, whether they were dreams or not, and, and again, it's just a, it's about that, you know, it's because I w- was dreaming so much as a kid, mm. and so vividly, um, I, I know that a lot of that comes pretty naturally for me mm. like do you dream do you dream often
0: I dream an awful lot and I, I don't know whether it's lucid dream but I definitely do that thing where your alarm goes off and you wake up and you're like oh no I was having a really good dream and so you just snooze it and you go back into the dream
1: mm, mm. But
0: is that lucid
1: that's not lucid, but that there there's an opportunity there. Mm. So when you so you're you're acknowledging, I mean, you're acknowledging that you want to go back into the dream. Yeah. And if you can relax enough to let yourself go back into the dream and say I want to try to fly or I want to like when I go back to sleep like Oh, remember to fly remember to fly remember to fly Mm. and then being able to marry those two things in your brain just before you go back to sleep yeah that's that's where you just need that reminder
0: I feel like that's easier to do when you've already been asleep like you know when you're going to sleep and Mm -hmm. you start having like lots of like weird half dreams and then you're Mm -hmm. like oh and then you maybe sometimes do that little weird falling thing where you go yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I feel like that bit's harder to control. Whereas like if I wake up and I just I just always fall straight back asleep. So I feel like that's a better time to be like learn to fly, learn to fly, then to fly, learn to yeah.
1: fly. Yeah. And that that's very true. I mean that's that's one of the that's one of the the techniques for for lucid dreaming. Is okay. is then to set an alarm. You know, I don't I don't what i'm not a huge fan of is setting an alarm in the middle of the night right i, I yeah. just think it's a little that's when it becomes like what, why are you i don't know if you're sleeping
0: really then yeah. still but you might be in a weird you might be in a deep sleep and it would be a shame to maybe something your body out, really
1: needs yeah you know um uh, but yeah then closer to the morning or if you are in that dream state and the alarm goes off then going back into it with intention i mean that's that's the that's the main thing i think is is knowing that you're going back in with a purpose yeah and then once you're back in the dream going oh i'm i'm back but not but then letting yourself stay there—that's mm. kind of the the tough thing, or at least it was for me on the front end—was acknowledging it without sort of waking back up or going into another dream where you forget
0: yeah. again. Mm, yeah, yeah.
1: So then being able to to go, okay, I want to move this, make this levitate or move around the so road. What are the
0: cool cool things that you've done in dreams? Um, what can you teach yourself to do?
1: I taught myself to fly. Um, I taught myself to um, like move things telekinetically or like you a know tilde. Well, like like that, or just being able to raise the the earth up wow. just very very like X-Men yeah. if you will. And uh, so then yes then being able to you know in a a lot of these scenarios uh, when I started moving stuff around it was when something was after me or I was having to face something and there would wind up being something trying to attack me and then having to the battles got more and more intense. It was sort of like level bosses, basically. <laughs> I mean, and, and like being a gamer and a, and a comic book fan for, you know, for a long time, especially when I was a kid, I think a lot of those ideas, you know, manifested really early for me. And yeah. They just, those seeds got in there and it always made me wonder what I could do that I'm not tapping into. Mm and I, f- I do feel like that inspired a lot of what i wanted to try in dreams or could i do this in real life mm. and i do think at, at some point will people will learn to do that in real life fly I, I mean i'm a some version of of that that some extra kind of portion system. of our brain oh yeah you know there's so much of our brain that we that we're not, like, not even aware of, you oh, know, yeah. that we're not even using.
0: What them. percentage do we use? Something like nine or something?
1: It, it is a, an actually depressing <laughs> number.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's always wonder that. Like, surely they'll invent some kind of chemical that unleashes the, pro- the full power of our brains.
1: It's very possible. I mean...
0: We could do. I mean, or,
1: I mean, Im, do you think it's possible that we could be shown something by someone, you know, someone who could teach us?
0: Teach you how to fly? Yeah. I mean, it's, pro- it's probably more likely that there's some kind of weird pill or injection formulated, but yeah. But
1: what's, I mean, you know, it's strange enough that we learn to, we learn to speak, mm-hmm. we learn to build airplanes and oh, yeah, this, yeah. that and the other. and
0: That is impressive
1: you know and we did that on our own and so it, and maybe maybe that is where technology comes into play or a chemical comes into play but uh, I do think that the way that the way that I see it is is like okay if if I believe that's possible at some point then I can also believe that or believe is strong but I'm comfortable manifesting you know what I want to see in my waking life Mm-mm. as if it was a dream not necessarily flight I'm not jumping off buildings and that kind of thing. Please don't. Yeah, not today, not today, <laughs> but, but really being able to go, okay, there, there really is something to it and, and just knowing what is in you mm. uh, and I think
0: so when we do learn how to fly you'll be prepared.
1: I will be prepared. I'll hopefully be leading the charge.
0: Yeah. <laughs> or I'll be you first
1: in line to learn, you know.
0: You said in your dream you could teach people how to do other stuff in yeah. their dreams.
1: Or or I could I was teaching someone else in my dream mm. how to do something extraordinary. And
0: rather than just the, the mantra before you go to sleep. Is there like a trick that you can you can't really control what happens in the dream, I'm guessing past the like, sleep mantra?
1: Well, th- in terms of what I'm doing.
0: As the, the, the advice that you were giving the, uh, the person in your dream.
1: The, the advice is, is just, is knowing, that the hard thing to describe is that once you're in your dream, whatever it is you would like to do, mm. you may. You, you are allowed to do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. But it's, do you know that you can? Do you, are you, you just have to know. That's, that was the hardest thing for me to come to terms with in the dream. Mm -hmm. It was like staying, staying in the dream, but then absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt, knowing that I am and it's not even thinking about it in a way that you would describe it. I would just, I ran at the tree and then pounced up and I was flying. Mm. Or I got to the point where I could just levitate, just lift myself off the ground and move side to side and that kind of thing. But it was because I was, I, I got to the point where I, I knew, I didn't, I, I didn't think mm. I knew. It was right. just already in me as a natural
0: and how did you find this stuff out? Like, did you have to do a lot of research? Or is it just something that you kind of like naturally discovered? Well, that was something I, I naturally something. discovered.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was something that I started doing, you know, or just start. didn't start. I didn't really start testing it until I was a teenager. And then just going, there's something to this. And I didn't know it was called. I didn't know it was called lucid dreaming. I just thought, you know, there were times when I could kind of take control of my dreams. And, and, and that was really cool. Yeah and so later later on i started looking some things up about it and um, just going oh that's that's an interesting concept that's a, because a lot of it online is is really is really vague yeah you know i, I mean and as it pertains to, to certain people in their dreams they are it it is i'm not fit to say if there's one thing that works for everybody or if you know i think it really depends on the person and whether it's something they really not would would sort of like to do, but it's you have to want to dream, mm. like really, really love that dream state. I think, and and I think when your when your body knows that, I, I really think it starts flooding if you can get excited about maybe having dreams, then.
0: And can you learn stuff about yourself from those dreams, like in terms of the different meanings and, and things? Can you interpret when stuff happens, you're like, oh, that's because of this, and like, oh, right, that's because of that?
1: Well, uh, more often than not. I yeah. mean, especially in a, in a stress dream or an anxiety dream mm. where where it, maybe there's a tsunami headed towards us or there are bombs going off in the distance, mm. and a lot some, sometimes it can be um, there's a radical transformation happening in your life and you're having to come to terms with this total shift and reevaluation evaluation yeah. of where you are and what you know and then there'd be other dreams where a plane is crashing and realizing okay I'm out on the wing for some reason and I have the ability to pick it, or to pull it back up and help steer it, wow. and like that... Like Superman. Yeah, like, like <laughs> Superman. Yeah. But, but then, what that also, that signals to me that, that, like, something is going down fast in my life, and there's something that needs to be addressed immediately. And if I want to steer that in the right direction then I'm gonna to have to really do that quickly yeah. and think on my feet. And in many in many cases it's kinda of saved my ass because it it's forced me to address, you know, the first off those those symbols or, or whatever those events are that are taking place in the dream. Mm. Um, to, to be able to to apply those to my life and go what just make that checklist of what's stressing me out, what's this, what's this, what's this, and kind of checking out maybe what the symbol means or could mean, and then drawing a line over to what all these things are in my life that are going on right now, and then what was I doing in the dream that, you know, there's a little thing called the cube test. Have Uh, you ever heard of that? No. Do you want to take it? No, yeah, yeah, I, just, I yeah. don't know if you want to do it in a podcast. No, though. go
0: on then. I'm ready.
1: Um, I might have to double check what everything means in it. Okay. But, oof. Can I take just a sec to, yeah, to sure. look that up? Yeah, sure.
0: Are you going oof because you can't remember, oof because I'm about to find out something harrowing about myself?
1: You, you'll be definitely, you could be exposing yourself on Podcast.
0: I mean, I do that quite often, so I wouldn't worry about it. Okay, okay. <laughs>
1: I mean, you can always cut it later on and just save it edit. for yourself. <laughs> it's so good, though. Oh, do you know what the Wi Fi is here? Uh, no, but you, but you kids? can use my
0: phone if you want. Okay,
1: cool. Yeah, perfect.
0: Probably been on something like really embarrassing. What have I been on? Oh, no, it's actually just a, the Wikipedia page about lucid dreaming. It's perfect. fine. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> who is mickey echo <laughs> oh, just google images of your name <laughs> oh, i haven't
1: seen that one in a while
0: i've definitely had meetings with people before where i've googled them before the meeting and then halfway through been like oh yeah i'll just make a note of that and like pull my phone out and their face is just oh like, man, oh sorry <laughs>
1: Yes, listeners should play along if you've never if you've never played this test. Um, and the version of this test we're doing is the the Japanese cube test. David Wolf
0: We'll put a link in the show notes.
1: Fantastic. Um, All right, so close your eyes. Okay. First, imagine, imagine you're in a desert. Mm-hmm. The desert is incredibly large. Sitting in the desert is a cube. Do you see it?
0: Yeah.
1: How big is the cube?
0: Oh, it's quite small, medium. Where,
1: where exactly is it?
0: In the distance, mid distance. <laughs>
1: okay is it buried in the sand or is no, it sitting it's on top sitting on top of the sand floating
0: no it's sitting on the sand
1: okay cool is it moving no what's it made of
0: some kind of plastic looks a bit like a rubik's cube but all one colour
1: alright <laughs> so is it, is, it, is it clear Is it's it blue yeah. ah blue <laughs> I like that <laughs> Alright, as you're observing the cube, you begin to notice that there's also a ladder in the desert. What's the ladder made of? Wood. How long is it?
0: It's just your average, sort of, um, not step ladder, but the kind that you would have in a garden shed.
1: Awesome. Uh, is, it, is it an old ladder? Um,
0: yeah, I think, do you know what? I think it's one of those, like, kind of trendy ladders that you would prop up against your wall. Very your artis- artisan it. ladder. Yeah, it's an artisan ladder. Uh,
1: you're going you're gonna to love that.
0: <laughs> you're
1: going to love that. Uh, where is it in relation to the cube?
0: Oh, it's just behind it.
1: Okay. Now imagine that a horse has appeared in the desert. Uh huh. Is the horse moving at all?
0: Oh, it was walking up to the ladder
1: um okay perfect what is it what does it look like it's brown okay next imagine flowers in this desert Uh uh-huh how many flowers can you see
0: uh about 30.
1: amazing where are they in relation to other objects in the desert (laughs)
0: right right it's so great (laughs) it's actually just to the right of the ladder look if you're looking at the ladder
1: okay okay (laughs) this is great for me i'm loving it
0: um
1: and where are they growing from the sun (laughs) perfect um now there's a storm in the distance Mm
0: -hmm.
1: can you see it yes is the wind strong
0: oh there was no wind
1: is the storm tell me about the storm
0: I mean, it's like a gathering of dark clouds in the distance with a bit of lightning coming out of it.
1: Cool, cool. Is it it affecting the horse, flowers, cube, No, it's too far away. Cool, cool. Okay, are you ready to hear what it all means? Yes! Alright. The cube represents your ego. (laughs) If the cube you've envisioned is large, you're likely a very confident person. If it's small, you're most likely shy and modest. So you said small medium, mm, yeah. but you did bring up the medium at the yeah, end. Yeah,
0: it wasn't tiny. Yeah. I mean...
1: You I, didn't say tiny.
0: No, the amount I talk on these podcasts and interrupt people is definitely not tiny.
1: <laughs> if the cube is dug into the ground, it means that you're a planner, at thinks far part of the future. Yours is not. If the cube is sitting on top of the ground, that means you're a very business-like thinker. I can see that. A cube that is moving signifies you're someone who thinks out of the box and avoids convention. That does not apply. <laughs> um, but then also the, the material, mm-hmm. you know, that there's an element of that that uh, transparency or, you know, you have a very... Um,
0: what it's a is solid it? box. It is a solid box. Yeah.
1: But it's, you know, I've had friends who... It's been a massive, giant laser cube spinning in the air, and I just said the first thing that, done, that came
0: into my head. I That's exactly okay. what you should do. Great. Because wow. you, know, you
1: can never take it again. That's yeah. the thing.
0: Of course, they they must be very imaginative people.
1: But I, I always think it's interesting to see what someone's cube is made of. You know, just all of it. All of it's really interesting. Because I've had Sorry, people. Sorry, that was
0: really immature of me. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: set myself up for that one <laughs> I'm sorry but it's really it is really interesting because you realize th- there are so many things that I've, I've had I've had friends who told me it was made out of glass like really thin glass and if anything touches it it could shatter at and any time the ego it really is because re- you can do it it's a, it's a fun dinner party trick but it can also there could be one or two people in the room who just Everybody's like,
0: oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> but also, a great way of really getting to know.
1: You can you can get to know somebody, like
0: that. Yeah.
1: It's like, oh, I could pretty much got, like, the general summary. I mm-hmm. mean, the, that should be like the answer to, you know, Tinder profiles. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's
1: how you can profile everybody. Uh, okay, so. Now we've got the ladder. The ladder signifies your friends, so the materials, the string. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have very artisan friends. Oh, okay. That's what uh, I think. I think you probably do, too. It's true.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I believe it. Uh, now, if you've envisioned the ladder touching the cube, it means you're very connected to your friends and rely on them for support. You know? So. Really, it in relation to the cube is what your relationship is like with your friends. It could be close, but maybe not touching.
0: It was nourishing, but still meet first. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'll keep you right there. <laughs> and I'll come to you. Um, okay. Now, yours was a... Like a normal, Brown it seemed horse. like a very sensible ladder, too. Oh, yeah, I will you know, see so it was. So, the ladder's short, you prefer a smaller circle of friends. Mm-hmm. If it's long, you prefer a bigger circle of friends. So, you can apply that there. Cool. The horse is your ideal partner. Mm. If the horse you imagined is a strong horse, uh, then it's hardworking and reliable. More delicate horse, your ideal partner is likely someone who takes pride in his or her appearance and enjoys being pampered. Um, I think
0: I was mid mid range, like it wasn't like a like stable working horse. Yeah. It also wasn't like a fancy pony.
1: I feel like I saw the horse you were thinking of.
0: Just classic horse. When you said, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like I we hit a certain point. I was like, I feel like I could maybe answer these for her already. <laughs> No, 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 just so reasonable and calculated and, and I'm like, okay, I, I get it, I get it. Um, if the, if the horse, I mean, you know, you would never do this with another, with an artist mm. on the side. You'll get, that's where you'll get some, you want to mm. hear some crazy shit.
0: I imagine you had much more interesting answers than I did.
1: Mine have, are from me. Mm. But you can only do it once. Yeah. That's the only problem with it, because if you do it more than once, it's just hard to. Because you remember
0: do. what everything means, and then you'll try and shape it to make yourself look better. You do
1: want to. Yeah. That's the danger. Like when you
0: take a BuzzFeed quiz and you're not happy with the answer, so you retake <laughs> it before you post it on social <laughs>
1: <laughs> Now, I saw somebody else get a wolf or a lion so something
0: like that. I really wanted to be Regina from Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
1: Uh, So then, you know, moving toward the cube, uh, toward you, Mm -hmm. that's also, you know, representation of whether you do feel that the horse is moving toward you and that things are going well. It would be dreadful
0: if it was cantering off in the distance, wouldn't it?
1: Oh, I mean, I've I've heard like running away or just kind of... (coughs) Like, yeah, running running out in the distance somewhere, it just seems like it's a lost horse, basically, and it's like, okay, we will.
0: I just feel like all these things were just there, there in the center, smiling.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's...
0: It's almost like when they go inside Homer's brain, and there's just someone, like, doing the can-can, like a duck whistling to itself. <laughs> <laughs> like a duck whistling to itself. <laughs>
1: So, lastly, or excuse me, not lastly, but the number of flowers you imagine mm. is the number of children oh, you would like. Jesus to
0: have. Christ! <laughs> so you
1: are in full bloom. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: it's a flower. up so well, close actually, to the queue.
0: I don't want to interrupt. We did do a podcast on periods uh, at the Amazing. end of last week, and I am ovulating right now. So ah, hey, okay,
1: <laughs> see the dreams aren't so far off your body your body it's it is weird how your body tells you certain things now if the flowers are far away from this okay whatever you basically you want you would want that close you like that close relationships when you think of of kids and that's something that seems really close to you um and capable of growing in even the most barren of places, like oh, quite the desert collecting. in the sand. That's it's, nice. Yeah, I think it's really sweet. Um, yeah. Thunderstorm represents your fears or anxiety, you know, in in your present life. Um, off in the distance, very um, boring, living life with little <laughs> worry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I really just wanted one to like really nail <laughs> Sorry. you. Sorry! <laughs> i like,
0: okay. I feel like I should do like at the start of this quiz be like, actually take this because otherwise it's going to be ruined. I might cut and paste this and just say like, edit. Do actually take this quiz along with us. But otherwise like pause and take it and then come back. Because once you've done it once, you can't do it again. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 100%. 100%.
0: Because
1: it's so fun, too. I feel like you, you learn so much about yourself. And yeah. and that, too, when because I, I took this this quiz in school. So oh, right. your storm's off in the distance. You know, there are times when people, it's like, oh, the storms, it's a massive storm. The rain is coming. It's coming for all of them. It's probably going to wash them away, like wash everything away. It's just like, oh
0: be so dark at a dinner party all right
1: so before we go we're gonna get another round of drinks and
0: (laughs) And yours is a double (laughs) yeah
1: uh, we all knew that was coming we all knew that was coming with him uh no but i you know it's one of those things where okay so so that for that kind of thing for me that that psychological aspect of of what is it our body's trying to tell us Mm. you know that that i could sit here say close your eyes and just those images come to the the very forefront that you can immediately see those things Mm. and they can tell you so much about a person uh, uh, or where you are in your life and and that is something that intrigues me so much about dreams I'm so so intrigued by dreams and what it is they're trying to tell us and then how can I interact with a dream to, to, to find out more about myself.
0: I have one final question.
1: Mm. Have
0: you ever had one of those dreams where you're snogging someone really inappropriate and then you wake up and you're like why was I snogging them and then you feel <laughs> really weird for like an entire week whenever you see them and you kind of feel like you've cheated on your wife or partner?
1: Mm, you know
0: what do those dreams mean
1: I, I, well usually it's just like it, it, you're just a little horny <laughs> um, I mean but, but the, the worst dream is when my wife has that same dream about me because I'll wake up in the morning and, and God, what? by the time we've finished breakfast I'm like what, what is going on like, I mean, you've got to tell me what's going on like well, I had a dream that you were cheating on me. Okay, but I'm here and I didn't, <laughs> and we're having waffles. It's your favorite. <laughs> you know that it's those kind of things where, you know, the the so much of it is based on, you know, either either. Those, those basic instincts, you know, you can usually tie it back to something that's happening in your life at the present moment, same as that test, mm. and, and you can find out so much about yourself by listening to what your body is trying to tell you even when you're asleep, because if you do address it, there are so many cases where it, you will sleep better, and, and that's why I would say that, that when you're having your best sleep is when the, the lucid dream really comes alive
0: that's brilliant thank you so much yeah a big thanks to mickey for being so wonderfully patient with me we are promised a new full length record from mickey later this year we'll put a link to that test at talktheline.blog where you can find our show notes and previous episodes you have been listening to talk the line I'm Jen Long this is a podcast from the line of best fit produced by Paul Bridgewater with original music by Seams We upload a new episode every Friday. You can subscribe to this podcast. You can follow us on social media or you can leave us a nice review. See you next week.